You're listening to Rocky Mountain Review on 90.5 FM KCSU Fort Collins for Thursday, October 5th. I'm Lee Zimpel, your news director. And I'm Tyler Weatherwax, your assistant news director. And we are the voices behind the Rocky Mountain Review news broadcast that airs every Tuesday and Thursday from 4 to 5 p.m. As always, we here at the Rocky Mountain Review strive to give you the most up-to-date, unbiased, and factual news. On today's show, if you missed this year's fall address, there's no need to worry because Tyler will give you the event rundown and more in campus news. And three people are left dead after two crashes happened in Laramie County over the weekend and more in local news with Lee. Later on in the broadcast, Fort Collins will soon be flooded with corgis for the return of a special event this weekend. Learn about the city's annual corgi festival and parade with me in events news. And with that, we'll get started with campus news. I'm Tyler Weatherwax with CSU Campus News. Yesterday, October 4th, CSU's President Amy Parsons delivered a speech at the historic Oval for the Fall Address. The event began at 11 a.m. with a performance by the marching band, presentation of the colors, and a performance of the national anthem. According to an article published by CSU, Amy Parsons reflected on her time as a student at CSU. Remarks were made by Associated Students of Colorado State University, President Nick DeSalvo, CSU System Chancellor Tony Frank, and Board of Governors Chair... Armando Valdez. Valdez also read a congratulatory message from Governor Jared Polis before the ceremony. Amy Parsons also listed her top five priorities as president, which were student success, world-class academic and research programs, institutional competitiveness, strengthening our democracy, and impact around Colorado and the world. Parsons was also given the presidential medallion and mace. The congratulatory message from Governor Polis read, quote, Dear President Parsons and the Colorado State University community, while I am not able to join you in person for the historic occasion, I am pleased to send my best wishes and congratulations as you celebrate the investor of Colorado State's 16th president. The future is bright for Colorado State, and I look forward to working with Amy for years to come. For 153 years, Colorado State has served the people of Colorado as the state's land-grant university with an unwavering commitment to excellence, innovation, and access. President Parsons, we are proud to entrust you with the leadership of this great Colorado institution and have full confidence you will stand a mount in its finest and most dedicated presidents. On behalf of the people of Colorado, whom we are all honored to serve, congratulations and best wishes. On Tuesday, October 3rd, Amy Parsons announced CSU's newest executive vice president and provost. According to an article published on CSU's website, beginning January 1st, 2024, Marion Underwood will be the school's newest executive vice president and provost, acting as CSU's chief academic officer. Since 2018, Underwood has served as dean of the College of Health and Human Sciences at Purdue University. Underwood described CSU as an upward trajectory and called the opportunity the professional honor of her lifetime. According to CSU's website, the Colorado Drone Air Show will be held October 6th and 7th in in Fort Collins, right here on campus, as well as at the Chrisman Airfield. The show will be open to the campus and Fort Collins residents. The event will be hosted by CSU's Drone Center and will be viewed best from the east. Next week, we will see the arrival of parents and families of CSU students for homecoming and family weekend. Students are encouraged to invite their parents, siblings, or any loved ones to visit campus. The weekend will hold plenty of fun events, music, food, and much more. The weekend will offer plenty to students, alumni, families of students, and anyone who attends CSU. Football will be playing Boise State with a scheduled kickoff of time 7.45 p.m. on October 14th.
Up next is your local news. Three people are left dead after two crashes happened in Laramie County over the weekend. And more in local news coming up next. I'm Lee Zimpel, and these are your local news updates. Two crashes in Larimer County over the weekend have left three people dead, two of them being Fort Collins residents and one a Wellington resident, according to Colorado State Patrol. This weekend brought the total number of road-related deaths in the county this year to 32, which matches last year's count. On Saturday morning, a semi-truck going south on I-25 veered off the road, crossing over the northbound lanes before crashing into a car driven by the 66-year-old Wellington resident. The car was headed east on a frontage road near East Larimer County Road 64. The Wellington man was wearing a seatbelt, but he died at the scene. His name has not been released. The semi was driven by a 62-year-old man from California, and he was not wearing his seatbelt at the time of the crash. He was taken to a nearby hospital to be treated for sustaining serious injuries. Before the crash, the truck was seen swerving on the road and was reported by the public to the Report Every Drunk Driver Immediately program, according to State Patrol. Rather than excessive speed, alcohol and drugs are being looked at as possible contributing factors. As of Monday, the semi-truck driver has not been charged and the crash is still under investigation. Then, on Sunday afternoon, two Fort Collins residents were killed in a crash that happened at the intersection of U.S. Highway 287 and Larimer County Road 54G near Laporte. State Patrol said that an Audi was traveling on County Roads 54G before proceeding onto U.S. 287 when the car was struck by a BMW headed south on U.S. 287. The 84-year-old driver in the Audi and the 89-year-old passenger were both pronounced dead at the scene. The 21-year-old man who was driving the BMW sustained no injuries. According to the Coloradoan, neither alcohol, drugs, or excessive speed have been deemed contributing factors to the crash. Names have not been released, and the crash remains under investigation. If you're a driver who weaves in and out of the Colorado Highway Express lanes through the solid double white lines, you are one of many. It's actually a pretty common practice, according to a news release from the Colorado Department of Transportation. The Colorado State Patrol issued over 40,000 warnings for the illegal weaving, and that's only on two major Colorado highways, I-25 and C-470. Those warnings were made only during the first 20 days of September this year, and 90% of those warnings were issued to drivers with Colorado plates, so this isn't an out-of-state driver issue. Now, if you get caught crossing the solid lines of an express lane on certain sections of these highways, you might not get just a warning. You could face a fine of $75 or double if you don't pay it within 20 days. September was the month-long grace period where troopers would only hand out warnings rather than the fine. CDOT said that weaving in and out of express lanes creates dangerous conditions, but the 40,000 warnings they issued last month only represent a small proportion of drivers along those busy corridors. In a news release, CDOT spokesperson Tim Hoover said that the vast majority of drivers are following the law and driving safely. Eventually, all major corridors in Colorado, including the upcoming Express Lanes project on I-25 between Bertha and Fort Collins, will have a similar citation if crossing the double white lines. If you happen to get one, it'll reach you through the mail. All information for these updates come from the Coloradoan. That'll be all for your local news, and coming up, if you're a dog lover, you are in for some fun. This weekend marks the return of a special event that'll have Fort Collins flooded with corgis. This and more with me in Events News, after the break. 
Rams Village Apartments is a proud supporter of KCSU. Rams Village Apartments is located west of campus on Constitution and West Elizabeth with a variety of amenities and fully furnished apartments. More information on Rams Village and their amenities can be found at ramsvillage.com. dog lovers if you're looking for something special to do this weekend you are in luck because this saturday the 7th marks the return of the annual corgi festival and parade tour de corgi tour de corgi is an event that brings corgis and their owners to downtown fort collins for a costume contest in the morning then an afternoon showcase of the pups and their tiny legs during the annual corgi parade the event is free and open to the public but if you want you and your corgi to be in the contest and or the parade You'll have to register. Registration as well as meetup and vendor booths will open up at 9.30 Saturday morning. The costume contest will kick off at 10 and the parade will launch at noon. This year's costume theme is Comic Org, so you can expect to see some iconic superhero and comic book characters in corgi form if you plan on going. This year, the event will return to the Civic Center Park downtown and from there, the parade will begin sending corgis and their owners through Old Town. You can find a full schedule and more in-depth information about the event on the Tour de Corgi website, which is T-O-U-R-D-E-C-O-R-G-I dot org. Proceeds from the event will be donated to multiple organizations and rescues dedicated to helping not just corgis, but all dogs. American indie groove band Goose is coming to CSU for an on-campus concert this weekend on Saturday. Here's what you need to know if you want to go. Goose is a band that brings in a lot of attention, as it just recently had two sold-out shows at Red Rocks. The campus concert will be open to both students and the general public, so seats will be limited if you haven't gotten your tickets already. Tickets are free for CSU students. They are available on a first-come, first-served basis. If you are a student looking to snag a ticket for yourself, you can do so through the Laura Student Center box office using your NetID login. General admission and VIP tickets will be priced at $50 and $100 each. Those will be sold through an online lottery on the band's website, which is goosetheband.com forward slash tour. The concert will be held on the West Lawn of CSU's Laurie Student Center. Gates will open at 5 p.m. and the show will kick off at 6.30. CSU President Amy Parsons told CSU Source that officials are thrilled to offer live music to members of both the campus community and the broader community. Parsons said, quote, Northern Colorado's thriving music scene is part of what makes our community so special and what makes Fort Collins one of the best college towns in the country. If you want more information on this highly anticipated campus concert, you can find that on the band's website, goosetheband.com, or on CSU's source. 
Contribution to this story comes from the Coloradoan. That'll wrap up events news for now. We'll take a quick break and we'll come back with the weekend weather report. KCSU supported by Washington's supporting live and local music in Fort Collins. Upcoming shows include tennis on Friday, October 13th with special guest Sam Evian. Tickets and info at WashingtonsFoco.com. Hey you, yeah you. Hi, I'm Destiny Thurman. Did you know KCSU covers more than just music? Tune into the KCSU Sports Block from 7 to 9 p.m. Monday through Thursday. On Thursdays, our KCSU sports staff host our longest running sports show, Ramblers. Ramblers digs into all the sports drama, hot takes, and predictions with an emphasis on CSU sports. Hear what all the <clears throat> trash talk is about Monday to Thursday on KCSU. KCSU always has and always will bring you sports. Today is looking pretty sunny, but it doesn't feel like the sun is bearing down on you, and that's a trend that'll stick around for a couple days before the heat picks back up later in the week. Today, it won't get any hotter than 66 degrees, and winds will stay pretty gentle and breezy to keep things feeling cool. Tonight, we'll keep those clear skies as winds die down a bit after midnight. Friday will be mostly sunny, and it'll be even cooler as the high will reach just 56. Friday night will cool off to a kind of chilly low, around 36 degrees, and skies will stay clear. Saturday will run a bit hotter, so it'll be a nice day to go out and catch some sun. The sky will stay sunny as temps reach a high near 73, and Saturday night will see a low of 42. Then on Sunday, the heat will continue picking up, with sunny skies as temperatures rise to a high of 78. Sunday night will then cool off to a low of 44. And that is all for today. We would like to thank Damien Castile for our amazing theme music that's playing right now. We would also like to thank the rest of our staff here at KCSU and Rocky Mountain Student Media. We couldn't do this without you. Finally, we couldn't do this without you, dear listener, so thank you. If you missed any part of today's show, you can find the RMR podcast on kcsufm.com under the news or podcast section, 
or you can also find us on Spotify or anywhere else you listen to your podcasts by searching KCSU News. And with that, we'll see you next time.